If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And there's nothing like free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other platforms. And the best part, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to C's Simple Secrets Podcast. Today's episode is called Reimagining Life. And today I just wanted to talk about what life would be like if we basically reimagined it. (laughs) So sometimes I crack myself up, but that's literally what it is. Like, what would life be like if you had the opportunity to go back to your childhood, let's say, and really think about those things that you wanted to do as a child before anyone came along and told you that those are things you wouldn't be able to do before anybody came along and discouraged you before you started discouraging yourself and deciding not to do things out of fear like literally what would your life be like if you could basically start over and this topic just came to mind because it's like so many times we have these ideas of how we would want things to be and I know I've had moments in my life where I'm like okay this is not my life for real like this this is not how I'm supposed to be living and then there's been times when I'm like okay yeah this is how I'm supposed to be living like I feel like inside, you know who you're supposed to be. You know what you're supposed to accomplish. But a lot of times we allow people, whether it be naysayers, whether it be sometimes our family, because it's like, I don't feel like they mean any harm or anything, but they just literally want you to be realistic. But sometimes in that realism, it's like, it's okay to be realistic and to be grounded. But sometimes that realism ends up killing your dreams. Like, it ends up pushing you into careers that are unsatisfying for you. It ends up pushing you into situations that you're not really happy with. But you're just choosing just to get by. Or because you feel like there's nothing better for you or you can't do any better than what you're doing or literally like you just want to survive. And I know we've all done that where it wasn't like necessarily a job that you really wanted or it wasn't something that you necessarily wanted to do. Maybe not even a relationship that you really wanted to be in for real, but you chose that literally because that's what was in your face that was there and you had like a desperation or just a decision that you had to make and it's like okay this looks like the best decision so I'm just gonna go with it but today I wanted us to like just really push ourselves 
and like exercise our faith, exercise our minds and just like think about what our lives would be like if we could start from square one in a way and then progress to like the point that we are in now. I know a lot of times like I kind of feel like there were a lot of things that I probably would do differently. I know we all have, I wouldn't say regrets, but in a way they are regrets. It's just how you feel though. Like if I would have made this decision, then it would have pushed me this way. Like for example, when I graduated from high school, I really had a desire to go to an HBCU. And the HBCU that I wanted to go to was FAMU. And I was like, just super excited about it. Like we went on the college tour when I was in my senior year and we went to see the campus and the band room and orchestra room and all of that. And it's like, yes, this is where I wanted to be. Like I was obsessed with people with dreadlocks and gold teeth (laughs) at that time. (laughs) And I remember like just going down there and just like, seeing people like that and just going up to them like can I just take a picture of you (laughs) just being goofy you know being a teenager and it's like we had the opportunity to audition while we were down there and of course I didn't audition but I'm like it's still a possibility where you know I'd be able to go and at that time my parents like they really And I, you know, of course, like I said, your parents usually have your best interests at heart and they kind of feel like they know where you are at that point when you're getting ready to graduate. So, of course, everybody was like, oh, you know, you're too immature. They didn't really say immature, but I know that's what they meant. Like, I was very sheltered for the most part. I'm not going to say that we didn't go through anything. But as far as like just being at home under my mom, under my grandparents, like having just a really tight family unit and always being around my cousins, like even in high school, like, yeah, I would go out with my friends and we would go to the movies and stuff like that. But things are totally different now than they were back then. And even back then, like I know a lot of people that I went to high school with probably had a lot more leeway than I did because I really didn't have a lot of leeway at all (laughs) so it was literally like uh five out of seven days a week we were at church and church was like you know our foundation we went to um youth meeting we had our choir rehearsal and our church did like so much stuff with the young people And it was actually fun stuff. Like, we would go places. We would go on trips and stuff like that as teenagers. We would have retreats where we would go and stay in a hotel, go to Great Lakes Crossing, or we went to, like, the Living Bible Museum. But it was still, like, a fun trip, like, just getting on a coach bus or a charter bus and going to a destination. So even though we were like at church the majority of the time like the activities that we were doing were engaging it was fun but I can't say that that was a lot of people's experience so 
when it came time for me to graduate, it's like, okay, you need to be close to home because you ain't really done nothing like that. You ain't been out there like that. And we don't want to just throw you to the wolves, right? So I can remember being pretty defiant because it's like, I really wanted to go to FAMU. And I did think about like Tennessee State, but when we went to visit, I wasn't really feeling the campus like that. Um, I know Middle Tennessee was probably on my radar. It was a few schools on my radar, but nothing like really excited me like FAMU. So when it came time to choose a school, I'm like, okay. My dad was like, well, you can come down here and go to school down here in Georgia. And nothing really enticed me about that. So I'm like, you know what? Since y'all want me to stay close to home, I'm going to go right down the street to U of T Mercy. (laughs) And that's literally what I did. Like, I can remember my pastor gave me a scholarship or scholarship information. And I applied for it. I got the scholarship, which U of D was so high priced that it didn't even matter. Like, I racked up $100,000 worth of student loans um, over time like between my bachelor's and master's but it's just like now hindsight of course you think about it like would I have racked up that much money if I would have went to a public school instead of a private school like um but then again it's like the friends that I made and the the, um the things that we experienced like I don't know if I would have experienced that stuff in Florida I'm sure I would have experienced some other things. And I still, like, have a desire to go to an HBCU, even at my age. (laughs) It's like, I even thought about, like, maybe I should just go to Howard, just study African-American studies for, like, you know, just for fun. Just because it's something that I still want to do. And I got the opportunity, maybe, like, two years ago, to go to New Orleans and study at Tulane and study, we studied, like, African-American studies and things like that. And I'm like, man, like, it really made me want to do it even more. Just because you learn about so many things that you will probably never learn about, depending on what school you go to. Because U of D Mercy is more of a Catholic-centered school, so... The curriculum is a little bit different. Um, I'm not even sure if we had African-American studies at U of D. So just that type of stuff, like you just think about it once you get older. It's not like you necessarily regret it, but it's just like, okay, if I wouldn't have done these things, boop, 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 then I could have been in a totally different place right now. But I do feel like the things that we go through and the things that we experience, they do lead us in a certain direction. And it may not be the direction that you initially wanted to go in, but it's like once all the pieces start coming together, you you realize why you went in the direction that you did and how everything lines up to put you in the the position that you are in at that appointed time nevertheless like I still think about just reimagining life and I do this frequently (laughs) because I feel like I'm I am one of those people that I can change like careers I can change um 
locations and things like that. And I think that's just part of my path too. I don't think that's everyone's path, but I'm glad that I do have that wherewithal to just be able to say like, this is what I really want to do and push towards it. Everyone thought I was super crazy when I decided that I was going to stop teaching and go to school to be an esthetician. And even some of my closest friends was like, okay, so you about to quit teaching to go do eyebrows. And like, I know they didn't necessarily mean no harm by it, but it's like people build their lives on their careers, right? But I'm just one of those people that I appreciate my career. Like, I I appreciate the experiences that I've had, the people that I've met, the relationships that I've formed, like, over the years. My career is not my life at the same time. So I feel like I can change it, and it's not going to hurt me any. You know, if I want to go back, I can go back. If not, then I'll push forward with this thing. And I think that's just me. I don't think everyone is like that. And I don't think that's everyone's path. But I do like the fact that I am able to just kind of explore, just get that experience in different areas. It just makes you a more versatile person. Like it makes you a more well-rounded person where you have multiple skills and multiple avenues that you can go in. I sit down and think sometimes like, man, I have a lot of talents. And it's really like that, the parable of the talents where it's like the more that you use your talents and don't hide them, the more talents that become apparent to you. Like the things that I'm able to do, I really don't ever have to work in a day, honestly, but I feel like teaching is something that I am very passionate about and just talking to people and listening to people. That's another thing. Like that's even why I started this podcast because I just had that desire to like share my thoughts with people because I've always been like a writer and a journal writer or some people would say diary, right? But those thoughts are like thoughts that you keep to yourself right and you don't share them with anybody else and of course like my friends and i my family and i we're always having conversations like i'm the queen of the three hour or more conversation (laughs) so i can stay on the phone for hours and hours and like never lose anything to talk about with people that i love so i'm like I have all of these ideas and all of these thoughts in my heart and on my mind like why not share them with other people why not share them with as many people as possible like why only share it with a few people so that's what led me here and I kind of I stopped doing the esthetician thing for a period of time but it's still something that's very close and dear to me like even while I was doing it, the people that I was able to just be a blessing to, like, women that, you know, have, like, um, I'm trying to think of the politically correct way to say it, but just, like, clients that I would have that would come in for a facial wax. And, you know, they really felt, like, down about that. They had low self-esteem because of it, because it's like, 
Like, I even had one client say, like, sometimes I ask, like, God, why me? Like, why did you make me have, like, this type of condition? And I really don't think that people understand the depth of the things that you can do with a lot of the careers that we have. Like, if you start really thinking how they say, like, brightening up the corner where you are, you will start realizing that no matter what you do, it has a huge impact on people. And I can remember one of the last clients that I had, like, I was going at it with this lady because like like I said you know she had the um she was getting a facial wax and I just had like the intent in my heart like I'm going to get every single hair like (laughs) the perfectionist in me just like wanting her to be happy with the service that she got and when I say like even she was like, man, you are so patient. Like the fact that you would do that. And little did people know, like that was something that I always did for my grandmother. And like, even my uncle, you know, would make fun of me to this day about it. Like you would literally sit there and pluck out every single one. Like, but I knew that that was going to make her feel beautiful. And I felt the same way with this lady. And people don't know like how much joy that literally brought me to make someone feel good about themselves. Just like improving their skin texture, improving their look, removing facial hair or body hair that they felt like was unseemly, you know, or it made them have low self-esteem. Like that gives you a purpose. It's not just waxing eyebrows, like, or drawing on eyebrows. Like, you're giving somebody a whole new look, and you're helping them to have a a great feeling about themselves. And so many times we downgrade certain professions. Like, I have to tell people, like, Jesus was a carpenter. What do people think of carpenters? Like, you making a table, or you making a bench for people to sit on, or whatever. But if you take it even further... What does a table do? Like, it draws people together, right? It brings families together. You might have a dinner around the table, your Thanksgiving dinner. If you didn't have a table, how would people sit together and enjoy one another's company? They'll have to sit on the floor, like, and it wouldn't give you that same effect, right? So, even making that table (laughs) is very significant, and it has a purpose, Like, even those people that are serving, like, even if you're serving at McDonald's or whatever, like, even being a teacher, like, as I, you know, work with students and things like that, and I might have a student that says, I want to work at Marshall's or whatever. Okay, if that's your aspiration, like, that's what you want to do. And what can you do at Marshall's? Like, you can make the best display that Marshall's ever saw. And I don't think people look at their lives like that and that's why this is called reimagining your life because it's like think about the purpose behind everything that you're doing and if you're doing something and you don't you can't find a purpose in it or you can't find a reason why you're doing it then you really need to reimagine your life and see like what is it that you really need to be doing with it 
And it's kind of crazy because just having one of our family conversations and things like that, and I won't go into super detail with it, but it just made me think about like, it's a lot of us that really don't sit down and plan our lives. Like, I know like setting intentions and manifestation and things like that like they've kind of gotten a bad connotation with some people because it's like that's not biblical like that's a, a carnal aspect but in actuality that's not true because even in the bible it tells you to write the vision and make it plain like you cannot just go about life. You can go about life. Let me switch that. You can go about life all willy-nilly and just fly by the seat of your pants. But are your decisions going to be intentional or are they just going to be sporadic? And are you really planning out those things that you want to do and putting the efforts and things behind it? And I'll give another spiritual point of view, which is faith without works is dead, Right. So you can sit there all day and say that you want these things to happen. Yes, I want to have a family. Yes, I want to get married. Yes, I want to have children, whatever. But you're not putting no efforts behind it. So faith without works is dead. If you don't want to say um, setting your intentions and manifesting things, then you can flip it on that side and say, You need to start writing it down. You need to start speaking those things that be not as though they were. That's a biblical principle. I think sometimes we think like too, we overthink things and then we think ourselves out of things. So I would definitely encourage people like if you have things that you want to accomplish in life, you need to start writing them down. And the reason why I say this is because I actually sat down one day and made a list of things that I wanted to accomplish. And every once in a while, I'll go back and look at that list. Like, I'm going to be honest about it. I even made a list about all of the things that I wanted to have in a partner. And the next partner that I got was all of those things on the list. Like, literally. Then I thought about it like, man, I should have put this and I should have put that But then we have to think about, too, there's no such thing as a perfect situation. It's no such thing as a perfect person. Like, we're all striving towards something and we're all works in progress, right? So even though you may write those things down, it may not happen exactly the way that you want it to happen. But then again, it may happen exactly the way that you want it to happen. Because if you desire something and you put your efforts behind it, you're going to be rewarded with those things, especially if you're working towards the light, if you're thinking about it, you're meditating on it, you're praying about it, you're just putting your thoughts and having those positive thoughts regarding it. Like once you start putting your negative thoughts on it, like this is not going to happen. I don't even know why I'm thinking these things. Like, of course, they're not going to happen. But if you put those positive thoughts behind it, like, even though this has not happened, I know eventually it's going to happen. And I can think about, like, a story where there was a woman 
that had an issue of blood, right? For 12 years. This woman was basically sick for, you know, if you want to put it in simple terms, she had the same ailment for 12 years. It's just like I had asthma since birth or somebody might have diabetes since birth or be diagnosed with it at a certain point. And this woman has seen every doctor possible to be seen. And her situation wasn't um, corrected. But she continued to have faith that at some point, regardless of what her circumstances were, she felt that at some point her situation was going to improve. And so she put her faith behind it. If you want to say she put her intentions behind it. And because she did that, there was a manifestation of what she envisioned for herself when she touched the hem of Jesus's garment, right? I say that to say like all of us have have been through some obstacles. It may not be a sickness. It may just be fear. It may be like the struggles that we've had along the way. Some of us have missed meals some of us haven't missed meals you know some of us have been homeless some of us have not been homeless um some of us were adopted some of us had both of our parents some of us only had one parent so everybody has had a different circumstance or a different situation that has formed the person that they are but once you start reimagining your life i feel like that's when you stop making excuses for however your life was or whatever circumstances brought you into this world and caused you to be and you start thinking about your purpose for being here and how you can start changing your trajectory and get to the place where you're supposed to be because each and every one of us has like a purpose and each and every one of us has like an intended place that we're supposed to end up at or an expected end, right? To give you a future and a hope. So um, when you think about that, you start seeing the bigger picture. (laughs) I guess I'm letting that sink in. (laughs) Because it's the truth. Like you start seeing the bigger picture. You start seeing your place in this big thing that's called the universe. Like this, in this entire world this entire earth like billions and billions of people and you're just this one little speck on this earth right your one little speck has a purpose for being here and once you start thinking about what that purpose really is and once you start like actually living in that purpose and working towards that purpose oh my goodness like doors will start opening up for you and I have to say like I'm seeing that I'm seeing that manifestation in my life right now like from all the work that I put in and I will tell you like that all of us like I know we've experienced challenges like people lying on you or accusing you of things or just like people not liking you just because they just don't like you and it's not necessarily nothing that you did to them 
you didn't necessarily treat them any type of way but it's like they just don't like you for whatever reason or maybe you all just weren't intended to be close because that could be a thing too like everyone that crosses your path is not meant to to walk that path with you right and that's the reason why like (laughs) you may know five people that somebody else knows but there's one person in that same circle that you don't know right that you never cross paths with because for some reason it wasn't your purpose to cross paths with that person but it was everybody else's purpose too like that's the weird thing about the way that this whole thing works is that everybody has a different path that they're on and no matter who tries to tell you which way they think you should go they're not on your path so they don't know so when you reimagine like just reimagine your place and start seeing your place in society and what you are really called and purpose to do things just they start lining up for you as I said before so I spoke a little bit before about how I had transitioned into this esthetician profession or career. And I truly feel like like there were some people that I was supposed to meet even on that journey. It was some people I was supposed to cross paths with. And that's why I entered into that. Because there are certain people that I'm still close with from that journey up until now. And there are certain people that I did not develop a relationship with and we're not close at all. But I do feel like the people that I did develop a relationship with, there was a reason why. Because we needed to cross paths. So fast forward past going to esthetician school and everything. I was serving at uh, (laughs) the Aretha and just doing like a lot of things like driving Lyft and I had a lot of things going on and anybody that knows me knows I love staying busy like I love interacting with people so that was great for me like I didn't mind it at all and every once in a while like I did kind of tell my friends like oh man like it's you know this is a lot or like just having to work to you know make sure I could afford my bills and things like that so while I was serving I ran into a teacher friend of mine like from a previous school that I had taught at and she was telling me like look I know somebody that's looking for a teacher are you thinking about going back and I'm like um I don't know about that like when I quit I really wasn't thinking about going back and I really didn't have any intentions of going back but I told her I would think about it so she's like okay you know if you say so like I don't know if if that's what you want to do then it's fine if not you know it's fine too but if you really want to do it I'm going to set you up with this person so it didn't work out where I ended up working for that person but I had such favor what some people will call it or this person like just really liked me so much that she was like look we can't we are not able to take you here because we got somebody else that had already applied before you and their application went through 
But what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to send your information, your resume and everything out to all the principals that I know that are looking for somebody. So this lady did not have to do this at all, right? But it was the fact that she liked me that she did that for me. So I'm like, well, thank you, you know. And when I say (laughs) it was so crazy how this happened because she sent me to one place and for whatever reason, it didn't go through there because it was a new principle. She didn't really understand the process and all of this and that. So I didn't end up staying there, but I ended up being sent to the place where I was supposed to be, right? So I get to that place and that's what puts me in the position to be seen by other people and to develop relationships with other people. So next thing I know, the people that are seeing me there, they want me and because of my scores and things like that and what I'm doing in the classroom with my students, they asked me to start doing things with the curriculum team and I'm like yes I love this because I love doing curriculum I love like those type of tasks where it's just like you on the computer and you are putting pieces together and thinking about lessons and what kind of like that's my thing and then also telling people about those things too to make a long story short like that put me in a position to be where I am now but it's like if I wouldn't have gone on that path so if I wouldn't have become an esthetician for a period of time and then been a server then I wouldn't have ran into that teacher friend then she wouldn't have sent me to this (laughs) person that she knew and then she wouldn't have referred me to the people that she referred me to and somebody that was in that curriculum space referred me to something else and before you know it it's opportunities coming from everywhere but it's about positioning yourself being in that position where you can hear and you can follow so when you hear God telling you like this is what you need to be doing and you can follow it and you don't listen to those exterior voices that are telling you well no you shouldn't do that you should go in this direction or you should do this you should do that you should be over here doing this and why don't you go back and do they mean well right but that's not the voice that you need to be listening to you listening to your inner voice you're listening to God you're listening to the the direction that you should be heading towards and you're following that direction like you're following that voice that you hear that's compelling you and telling you like you're in the right place this is the right time and I truly feel like if I wouldn't have taken that year off then the timing would have been off, right? Because I would have kept working someplace where I probably shouldn't have kept working or I might have transferred to another location and then I wouldn't have run into the proper people or went into those proper channels. So every decision that you make is like key to the trajectory that your life can go in. And 
I promise you, like, I did not see it more clearly than I saw it when this started happening for me, when things just started falling in place. Like, I literally have never seen it clearer in my life. Like, you really have to be conscious of the path that you're going down. And even, like, relationship-wise, you know, you if you're saying that you're purposing it in your heart, like, that you want to be married and you want to have a family, like, why are you even entertaining people that don't have the same beliefs and ideas as you? Or are not headed on the same path as you. Like why are they even on your radar? They shouldn't even be on your radar. And if you're not in a place where you want to be. Like professionally. Personally. Then why are you even like looking. For another person to journey with. And you don't know what road you on yourself. Like. (laughs) I know it. You know may seem crazy because it's like okay of course we're not meant to be in this earth alone we're not meant to do things on our own that's very true but I'm a firm believer that if you don't know who you are and you don't know where you're headed if you get with another person that doesn't know who they are and doesn't know where they're headed like y'all have no direction y'all are just Y'all join together, but y'all don't even know where you're heading. Like, you don't know. It's like, we just gonna go with the flow. And, I mean, it works. <laughs> but going with the flow is not gonna get you to where you wanna be. Like, if you just get in a boat and you don't use your paddle, <laughs> you just going down the river like... I'm just going to go with the flow. Okay, you need to take out that paddle so you know what direction you're going to move this boat in, right? Because you don't want to roll right into the waterfall and then go straight down. You literally need to know. You got to have a map. You got to know how this river turns and twists so that you know how to navigate it. You cannot just go with the flow. Or if you do, you don't know where you're going to land. You don't know where you're going to end up. You don't know what's coming along that river. You don't know if that river is going to lead into something else. You got to have some type of roadmap. You have to just literally sit down and make that list. Like imagine if you, if there were no limitations... If there was no limitations, what would I be doing right now? Don't think about, oh, well, no, I can't put that down because you got to have this, that, and the other for this to happen. No, literally write it down. Write down exactly what you want. Start putting your efforts behind it and start envisioning yourself being there and doing that thing. And before you know it, when you look at that list, you're going to see those things that you wrote down. You're going to see the manifestation of the the manifestation of those things. Like mark my word because it's going to happen. But if you just live willy-nilly like yeah, some things may happen, but I guarantee you that all of the things that you are desiring to happen, they're not going to happen. 
or you're not going to remember if it was something that you really wanted or not if you don't have like some type of record of it so <clears throat> this is what i mean when i say like reimagining your life sit down get you a sheet of paper or open up your notes app on your phone however you want to do it like however you want to write it down and think about you may just want to think about one thing relationship this is what i want okay or you may want to think about a plan and say okay in five years this is where i want to be or you may want to think about it in terms of if i didn't have any limitations where would i see myself being what would i see myself doing and write that down like whatever is the most pressing matter on your mind like i would say start with that first and just write down all of those things that you want to see yourself doing or what you see yourself doing or what you feel like you're talented in and how that could lead you into something else that's one that's where you want to start and then once you've done that you may even want to write down okay what's stopping me from living this type of life that i'm writing down and you may have things like fear you might have things like money you might have things like um sometimes it could be family sometimes it could be your friends that's the roadblock like depending on who what type of friends you have or depending on what type of family members you have i'm not gonna say it's all of them but sometimes it may be somebody that is and i i really hate to say that people hold you back um but they might just deter you they may deter you because it might be like oh come work with me come do the family business come do but it may not be for you to do the family business it may be for your cousin to do the family business but it may not be for you like you really gotta know like what's for you and what's not for you it's kind of like that um i can't remember what the name of the movie is but the father had the barbecue shop and like he got it from the grandfather right but when the son came along he wanted to be a sommelier which was a person that um deals with wine and you know serves wine and knows like the the background of it the history like just is really immersed in it and they the family took it as a joke because it's like we have an established business why don't you just come work here and in the end i feel like the son did find a way to balance it but he had to find that he had to go down the path that he had to travel down which was for him to go to school for him to go out of the country and study and do all of these things and then he had to come back home they had to allow him to explore that path as parents i want to say his mother was behind him but his father wasn't behind him and eventually the father came on board but that's how it is sometimes like people have to see you do it and they have to see what your efforts are going to be behind it before they back you in it and that's how things work sometimes and i'm not saying it's right or it's wrong but what i'm what i am saying is that if you feel something deep in your heart that is something for you to do there should be nothing that stops you from doing it and so once you make that list and once you write down those barriers to achieving that 
then that's what makes you all the more smarter, right? Because now you know what to look for, have those barriers, you know what to look for to say, okay, these are the things I need to look for that are going to be roadblocks in me achieving this, right? So once you expect those things, it makes you a little bit more wise. So when they come along, it doesn't throw you off your path. So, okay, you you reimagined it, right? You wrote down your possible barriers or roadblocks to achieving it. And then you need to really put your intentions behind it, put your faith behind it, put your belief into it, and really work towards it. So you may even want to write down a list of, after you write down those barriers, you might want to write down a list of the things that you need to do in order to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. Okay, I need to save up $500. Or I need to invest in the um, equipment that it's going to take me to be able to make the music that I want to make. Or I need to invest in a computer that it's going to require that type of thing or I need to invest in the classes that I need to take to be able to do this properly right so all of those things are taken into consideration once you take all of those things into consideration then I want you to maybe not even look at the list for a while because (laughs) once I write it like I'm not even gonna tell you that I read it every day but when I go back to it I see myself checking off those points. So I know even though I may not read it every day, it's in the forefront of my mind. Like it's still happening. I'm still on that path, right? So I think once you write down those things and once you write down those barriers and what it's going to require for you to achieve those things, I think it's going to become so clear to you. You're going to be so much so on that path that nothing is going to be able to deter you or distract you from achieving those goals so that's that's all that i have for today um i just really want all of us to like be in that place where we want to be like nobody should be waking up in the morning and saying like this is not the life that i'm supposed to have like this is not where i'm supposed to be you should be waking up peacefully like knowing that you're in the right place knowing that all things are aligned in order for you to achieve what you want to achieve. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Please join me for the next one, which will be coming out very soon. Thank you.